Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It is Thursday morning, and I'll be in the OR later today. I'm still struggling with the voice, as you can tell. A couple of really sweet patients yesterday in the office told me they were praying for me, that they had heard me talk about my voice on the podcast. Um, and if you're out there, I just beg you to pray that my voice will fully be restored, that God will heal that um, before we have to record the audiobook in a couple of weeks. Um, I have uh, several really cool interviews coming up for you on the podcast, so you're going to get those, whether my voice sounds normal or not. And today I'm going to give you, um, there's a chapter in my new book, Hope is the First Dose, about a patient who had a problem that was all in her head. Now you might laugh and say, well, isn't neurosurgery mostly in people's heads? Uh, and that's true, but her problem really was something that wasn't real in the physical world, just something she felt. And so I tell this whole story about this woman who ended up dying of a problem that wasn't real. And sometimes... There are things in our heads that we can't get rid of. And if we don't learn how to change our minds about them, they can literally kill us. And on the other side of that coin, decisions about how you feel are also all in your head. And you can decide to become healthier and feel better and be happier. And I'm going to teach you how today by sharing with you an old episode way back in the day from my You Start Today podcast that the it's funny when I listen to stuff that I did, you know, several years ago now, I can see these ideas blooming and blossoming. And I wish I was the kind of writer who could think of something and create a book the next day out of it. But it seems like if you look at my history, the things I write about are things that I've been thinking and talking about for 10 years before I finally write them. Um, and that's why I'll never make a living as a writer. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry about my voice. This has been the weirdest. Lisa and I and Tata were talking about it yesterday. We, we, none of us have ever had something that took us out for three weeks. Um, so I'll stop blathering now. I'm going to also give you a song though. I woke up at one thirty in the morning sneezing and when I woke up there was a song in my head that I bet I haven't heard in over 10 years it's a Brenton Brown song called Joyful and it was it, the lyrics were right there all of them and I had the strongest sense that that's the song that the Lord wanted me to worship him with this morning so the first thing I did when I got out of bed was got on YouTube and found that song and spent a few minutes in prayer and, and worship just listening to that song and I thought you know there's somebody out there that needs to hear this song today it's called Joyful it's a tremendous song and since the episode that I planned to give you today was about happiness is all in your head it feels like a nice little gift from the Holy Spirit for you to just remind you that you can be joyful because somebody's done something on your behalf that is unfathomably great and you didn't deserve it and neither did I but he did it anyway and we've been set free and that is something we can be happy about no matter what we're facing in our life so here's this episode from way back in the day um, happiness is all in your head it plays right into the book that's getting ready to come out in July it plays right into some of the hope talks and interviews that we'll be doing soon and it plays right into this song that God gave me as I woke up this morning so sorry about my voice keep praying for me appreciate you please smash the like button on the post on Substack or go leave a rating and review on whatever podcast provider you leave that you use um, ratings and reviews help other people find the podcast it's very important so if you like the podcast please smash the like button on Substack rate and review it wherever you listen to podcasts Tell your friends about it, and don't forget to start today. Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. I went back in time, and way back when I was doing the You Start Today podcast, my very first attempt at the podcast starting in 2014, I did like 73 or 4 episodes of what I used to call You Start Today. 
Um, that's where the, my tagline that I always come at you with, you know, every time is you got to start today. You can start today on, on my bridge radio. My, my posts all ended with, and the good news is you can start today because friend, you never get tomorrow. It's always today or yesterday. And it's sad when you never get after something in your life that you know or want desperately or you know you're supposed to do or you know Jesus is calling you to or you know didn't need to square away and you never get around to it because you didn't start today. So that's why I'm always bringing you that. But the underpinnings of this whole self-brain surgery idea have been tossing around since 2014 or so. And this is an old YST episode, You Start Today episode, called Happiness is All in Your Head. And so I thought I'd bring that to you today. Please go out to the prayer wall, com slash prayer, and uh, just pray for There's a lot of difficult situations on there. And if you've got something that you're struggling with in your life, you can post a prayer request to the prayer wall. Lisa, Tata, and I will pray for you, pray with you. You can post it anonymously, and people all over the world will pray with you. Or you can put your name on there if you want people specifically praying for you. But I want to bring up our brother Danny Cahill, a gentleman who lives in New York City. He's homeless. He's been homeless for 20 years. And he goes to the library and gets computer access once in a while and emails us and lets us know how he's doing. But yesterday he sent just a devastating email. And I, I just want to put Danny Cahill on your heart. Um, he said, I've lost hope. He'd been homeless for so long. And now he says, I've lost hope. Please pray for me. So listen, pray for Danny Cahill. Pray for people who, no matter what your situation is, if you got a roof over your head, you're more blessed than a lot of people in the world are right now because there's literally billions of people in the world that don't have a home. So before you complain about yours, <laughs> thank God that you have one, right? But I'm just saying Danny Cahill is a, is a guy who has been faithful to write in. He's commenting on podcasts. He's always has an opportunity to listen, but he's homeless in new york city so i've said it before and i'll say it again if you are a pastor or a church or a christian person or somebody who listens to my voice and you're in the new york area if you have any type of resources to help him out or, or find a place to to help danny cahill in some way a church or a ministry or a homeless shelter or some something if you have some ability to help reach out to me and lisa and we'll connect you in a safe way uh, with danny and, and and try to try to get him some help um anyway he's lost hope and hopelessness is deadlier than anything we can face so uh, i want to just give you that to pray for. W1MD.com slash prayer. W1MD.com slash newsletter. If you're not connected, please get connected to the newsletter. But this is, um, happiness is all in your head. An old You Start Today episode. It's just for you today. Um, bringing it back. And I think it's going to be helpful. And I hope you have an amazing day. Um, God bless you, friend. We are with you. We are for you. And we are praying with you and for you. And hope that of all things that you do today, that you start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. 
I'm a neurosurgeon and author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Hey, my friend, I've got a question for you. What makes you happy? If your first thought when I asked the question was anything other than, I don't need anything to make me happy, I choose to be happy, then keep listening. Because in this episode of You Start Today, we're going to talk about happiness. Everybody, I'm pretty sure, wants to be happy. But we have all kinds of stressors, worries, and difficulties in life that can make it really hard to actually be happy unless happiness is the choice you make every day in spite of everything else. Now, you might not believe me when I say that happiness is a choice. Maybe you think that happiness is something you'll have after a certain time, a certain amount of money, or you have a certain accomplishment, relationship, or set of circumstances in your life. Well, I've got news for you, my friend. Today, I'm going to prove to you that you can be happy no matter what happens in your life. And I'm going to show you that it's dangerous for your sanity and your physical health for you to spend another second living in unhappiness. With a little bit of self-brain surgery, you can learn to be happy no matter what, I promise. In this episode of YST, I'm going to teach you how. So stay tuned, my friend, because happiness is all in your head. Let's go. This is Max Lakato, author and pastor. You're listening to You Start Today with my friend, Dr. Lee Warren. If you want to become healthier, feel better, and be happier, you start today. This is You Start Today, the Dr. Lee Warren podcast, episode 53. Get more information, all the links I mentioned, and more at wleewarrenmd.com backslash 053. Friend, being happy is one of the most important things in life. If you weren't designed to be a distressed, obsessed, depressed mess, you were designed to be happy and fulfill your purpose in life. With a little self-brain surgery, you can be happy no matter what happens in your life. Today, we're going to learn how. I'm excited about this episode of YST, so let's go. YST, You Start Today, is all about becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier. But I don't do this podcast every week just to make you smile. I'm interested in you having the best life you can have to maximize your joy and impact and potential because you are a unique individual with a God-given purpose only you can fulfill, and we need you. So if you're unhappy, you're not going to have the kind of life you could have. And in case you're one of these people who thinks it's not so important how you feel, that you should just carry on with your life and it doesn't really matter if you're happy or not, I've got news for you. There's a tremendous amount of scientific research that has proven beyond any doubt that negative emotions and unhappiness harm your body. Long-standing stress, fear, depression, and worry damage your biology. They create hormonal and neurotransmitter problems that act like wear and tear on your brain. 
and they've been scientifically linked to the development of illnesses like heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. Chronic anger and anxiety can actually injure your heart function because it changes your heart's electrical stability. It increases atherosclerosis, hardening of the arteries, and systemic inflammation. There's even data to suggest that there's a connection between depression and a higher risk of Alzheimer's, dementia, and other types of uh, cognitive disorders later in your life. In short, being unhappy, my friend, is bad for your body. It actually hurts you. It causes disease, and it can shorten your lifespan. So in the light of that knowledge, it makes sense to do everything we can to be happy, right? But don't think I'm saying that you should just do whatever you think would produce happiness in your life. That's not the answer. Because doing things, having things, being with a certain person, these are not the keys to personal happiness. Don't believe me? Do a quick Google search on how many lottery winners have their lives ruined by wealth and how many movie stars kill themselves. And you'll quickly see that money, fame, influence, power, beauty, etc. are not the keys to happiness. So I'm not saying that you should quit your job and leave your family and move to the Bahamas because being alone on a beach sounds like it would make you happy. Here's what I am saying, and I'll explain it to you next. Happiness is almost all in your head. Happiness is all in your head. One of the most common things I hear from people when I ask the question, how are you today, is something along the lines of, I don't feel good, I'm sad, I'm anxious, I'm worried, I'm stressed, whatever, I didn't sleep well. There are two problems with this kind of answer. First, most of the time, let's just be honest, when people say something like, how are you today, they don't really want you to answer. They want you to say, fine, how are you? It's like a rule in society that you're supposed to say, hey, I'm okay, how are you doing? And, they're supposed to, and you're supposed to answer back, great, and keep walking down the hall, right? But seriously, secondly, think of every interaction you have with other people. Imagine that you have a certain amount of emotional energy to expend in a day like a battery that only stores so much current. And by the way, that's actually a pretty good analogy. We know from neuroscience that our neurotransmitters, the chemicals in your brain that control your energy and mood, actually do fluctuate throughout the day and depend to a large degree on how you think. So you have this brain battery, let's call it, this emotional battery, and you expend some of its capacity every time you interact with another person. Look at that analogy from both sides. Think about how you feel after you speak with certain people. I'm sure you know someone who's always positive, the guy who seems to always be in a good mood. Every time you say hello and ask how he is, he smiles and says, I'm great. How do you feel after you see that person? Totally irritated, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Generally, if you're honest, you'll agree that after that person walks away, you sort of feel a little bit better. You might not process it cognitively, but think about it. A smile makes you feel a little more like smiling, doesn't it? Now think about the negative Nelly kind of person that you know. Every time you see him, it's, I don't feel good today. Or maybe more commonly, they sigh and say something like, I'm okay for a Monday, or I'm tolerable, or hmm, I'm okay, I'm all right. When you walk away from those people, you feel a little heavier, don't you? That's because of something called heart math. There's actually good scientific data to prove that your energy level and your mood affect other people's heart rates. It affects their brain chemistries. The electromagnetic field that you put off is influenced by your mood, and it affects other people and vice versa. This is why some people are downers. They can walk into a room, and everybody just feels a little much like they're bummed out. You know that person. They walk in a room, and it sucks the life out of the room. Or other people are kind of uppers. They walk in, and everybody sort of starts smiling. My wife, Lisa's like that. She literally has this magnetic field about her. She walks into a room, and everybody feels better. 
it's it's actually a power that those people have to upgrade or downgrade other people's emotional states. That's called heart math. It's been proven without any doubt that your body emits an electromagnetic field that influences the heart rate and mood of other people. That's proven. So heartmath.org is a good website that's got all kinds of scientific information about how the heart's electrical field affects other people and and the mind-body connection. We don't have to go into that today, but that is a very valid scientific thing that shows what I'm talking about here, that your mood and your affect affect other people and theirs affects you. Negative people drain your emotional battery and positive people charge it. You have a limited amount of emotional energy charge every day. And the type and quality of your interactions with other people has a huge impact on that. And if you're wondering how to be happier, one of the secrets is to make sure the balance of interactions you have with others trends towards positive things. That means choosing to be around more positively oriented people will have an impact on your own emotional state and it'll make you happier. The second problem, though, with one of those negative answer persons is this. When you give a negative answer or when you think a negative thought, it gives power to the problem and it drains that emotional battery. So I've been talking about how other people's words and attitudes affect you, but I'm really talking about you. If you say you want to be happy, pay attention to the words you say to other people and to yourself. Think about it. You have far more interaction with yourself than you do with any other person, right? Inside your own head is a constant stream of thought and you're paddling your emotional canoe right down the middle of it your entire life, every waking moment. And even while you're sleeping, you're in the middle of that stream of your own emotional and cognitive thought. We know from functional MRI studies that the words you speak to yourself, even in your thoughts, have incredible power over your mood and your emotional state. And this isn't some new age mumbo jumbo, some motivational speaker nonsense. Those guys like Tony Robbins who say things like emotion follows motion or if you want to feel better, do better, they're actually right. They're right practically and they're right on a neurochemical level. And you know if you listen to earlier episodes of this podcast that I love when modern science proves something the Bible said thousands of years ago. Listen to this Bible verse from Philippians 4.8 in the voice translation. Finally, brothers and sisters, fill your minds with beauty and truth. Meditate on whatever's honorable, whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's good, whatever is virtuous and praiseworthy. That old apostle Paul 2,000 years ago knew by divine inspiration that how you think determines how you feel. And that's the message for today, my friend. Happiness is all in your head. The punchline of lots of research, including my friend Dr. Daniel Amen's work, that you can read for yourself in his amazing book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, is that a lot of how your life plays out is determined by your thought life. And we know from modern brain imaging that your neurotransmitters, the chemicals that determine your mood and control most of your hormones, respond to your emotional state. Pair that with emerging research that proves that stress, anxiety, fear, etc., all those negative emotional states actually hurt your body. They promote heart disease and diabetes and other problems. And you can see why I'm saying that unhappiness is a medical emergency that requires immediate self-brain surgery. I don't want you to spend another day of your life being unhappy. So I'm going to arm you with five self-brain surgery operations that you can do today safely and in the privacy of your own head to be happier. We'll talk about some of those things in greater detail in future episodes. But today we're just going to thumbnail them to get you started, okay? So here are my five best happiness-producing self-brain surgery techniques. Number one, 
biopsy your thoughts. Don't believe every stupid thing that pops into your head. When your brain says, I'll never be successful or I'll always be fat or nobody loves me, it's usually not true. Our brains pop automatic negative thinking into our heads, and it's a healthy practice to do a quick bad thought biopsy on those little buggers before you believe and act on them. If you think about your thoughts, you'll learn to rationally deal with them instead of emotionally reacting to them. Number two, decide that you're going to do something. When you feel unhappy, it's easy to let it immobilize you. The enemy of unhappiness is not unhappiness. It's inactivity. When you sit around and swim in your head full of toxic thoughts and negative emotions, it will produce more of the same. It'll make your prophecies self-fulfilling, and it'll only prove to yourself that you don't deserve to feel better than you do. Overcome that with action. Decide you're going to make a change and do it. Say this to yourself. I am no longer willing to let my feelings determine my reality. I am choosing to be happy, to smile, to laugh, even if my head says I don't feel good. Friend, I promise that if you perform this little operation enough times today, you'll go to sleep tonight a little happier. Feelings are a useful barometer of what's going on with you. A headache indicates something, but how you respond to those feelings is crucial to your happiness. Like I said, feelings are useful barometers, but they're terrible compasses. If you're led around by your feelings, you'll never be happy. I'm tired, I'm sad, I've got a headache. Whatever your feeling is, take note of it. Determine if it requires action or medical attention or whatever, and then get over it and get moving. As Tony Robbins says, if you wanna feel better, do better. Feelings follow action. Do something, my friend, and you'll be happier. Number three, lock into the moment that you're in now. This is a pretty radical operation, but it's one of the biggest killers of happiness. Focusing on the past or the future just crushes your ability to be happy. So you've got to take an electrode and zap the notion in your brain that something in the past is preventing you from being happy now. That person who abused you, the guy who bullied you in third grade, the teacher who belittled you, the parent who was unloving to you, the person who fired you or didn't hire you or whatever, they have no power over you now unless you grant it to them. If you're unhappy over something someone did or didn't do in your past or something you did or didn't do in your past, then you need to go to the OR and chop at that power. Chop it out. Chop out the power that you've given to that person or that situation because the truth is, only you have the power to empower those things from your past to make your present unhappy. That sounds like a harsh reality because we sort of want to victimize ourselves and pat ourselves on the back and feel sorry for ourselves about our past. But the truth is, if it's behind you, it's your fault if you're still living in it. Now, before you get stressed out about that, certain kinds of past things require some help. So if you've got abuse in your past or you've got some major trauma, grief, stress, loss, you might need some professional counseling or therapy to get through it. But the point is, if you don't seek that help, if you know that that problem is in your past and it's hurting you now, then it's still you choosing to let that past event keep you still. You need to take action. And part of that action is reaching out for the kind of help that you need. You can do it. It's not hard to make that phone call. And I'm, I beg you, my friend, if you're unhappy because of some damaging events in the past, do whatever you can. It's an emergency for you to deal with that so the rest of your life can be happier like it ought to be. It's a choice. I want you to make that choice today. It's in your head. So decide. Decide right now. And the same thing with the future. 
If you think you can't be happy until something or someone or sometime or some situation happens or changes or shows up or loves you or enriches you, you are completely hosed. You must decide that circumstances in the future are not the key to your happiness because you want to be happy right now. It's a choice, my friend. And you've got to burn those synapses in your brain that connect falsely your sense of happiness with anything in your past or anything in your future. It's a lie that's implanted in your brain, I think, by the enemy. But, but whatever you want to believe about it, it is a lie to think that something in your past prevents you from being happy now or that you can't be happy until something in your future occurs. Next week's episode is on the topic of the future. It's called Promised Land Problems. And we'll go into a lot of detail about the notion of learning to thrive in the present instead of waiting for the future. The dirty little secret of waiting until sometime in the future to be happy is that if you don't learn how to be happy now, you won't be happy then either, no matter what happens. Stay tuned for that because it's going to be a powerful lesson. So next week, Promised Land Problems are going to deal with the future. Number four, you need to be in solo practice. Here's the deal. Other people do not have the power to make you happy. And they only have the power to make you unhappy if you give it to them. The notion that people are responsible for your happiness is a cancer in your brain that will kill your quality of life over time. Why? Because other people will always let you down or they'll move or they'll die or you will. Something will change. And if they're, if they're the thing that makes you happy and you can't be happy without that other person, you're never going to be happy. If your happiness depends on someone other than yourself, their behaviors, their love for you, etc., then I promise you two things. I guarantee you two things. They can do their best and you still won't be totally happy because no person can be perfect all the time or live forever. And that you won't be the kind of person that makes them totally happy either. Because if you're worried about them making you happy, you won't be concerned enough about doing what you need to serve them. So when I say it's all about you, I'm not encouraging you to be selfish. When I say be in solo practice, I'm talking about learning how to be happy in yourself without depending on other people to make you happy. I'm saying that to be a healthy person and to have meaningful and healthy relationships, you have to be happy in your own skin. Good relationships are vital to a happy life and to your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual health. But you can't have a good relationship if you're miserable with yourself. So sharpen up the old scalpel and root out the part of you that's only happy when someone else is behaving a certain way. That's a quick path to unhappiness and it needs attention. Truly happy people are happy in themselves. Number five, quarantine negative self-talk. Negative words you say from labels like I'm so whatever or I'm always or never or whatever you want to say. I'm always this or always that or I'm never this or never that. Those negative words have detrimental effects on your brain chemistry and they must be avoided. You can't get rid of them because it's a part of your brain wiring that you're always going to have negative thoughts that are kind of automatic. But you can quarantine them and wall them off. Don't call yourself an idiot or a moron. And I'm talking to myself because I have a thing. And I've talked about it in previous episodes. If I drop something, my brain automatically says, you big dummy. I do that to myself a lot, but you need to stop it. I need to stop it. Don't call yourself names and don't do that to other people either. You don't want to be contagious, do you? If you know that negative words affect people negatively and make them less happy and you're doing it to yourself, you don't certainly want to do it to other people and spread that virus, right? Listen, we all want to become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is 
Happiness is mostly in your head. The bottom line is that outside of people who have serious mental disorders and medical conditions, most of us can train our brains to have a more positive outlook, a better attitude, and greater happiness. If you're really struggling with serious anxiety or depression, though, or racing thoughts, suicidal thoughts, etc., please, listen, right now, please. Seek medical help. Seek professional help. If you're really having serious mental or, or emotional disorder and you're worried about yourself or you're suicidal or you're really struggling, then call a doctor. Don't substitute my advice for that of a physician. I am a doctor, but I'm not your doctor here on this podcast. You need to get the help you need. The last thing I want to say is this. I make no secret of the fact that I'm a Christian and that I believe my faith is the most important part of my life. And I have to say here that although anyone can learn to be happier using the prescriptions we've talked about today, I think the ultimate inner peace comes when you find your way spiritually. Understand what I'm saying is that you can be happy if you follow my advice here. But I think that there's a place inside all of us that needs more. And I think that need is really only filled when you know God. You can become a person with a happy outlook on your own. No one can do it for you. And God won't force you to be happy either. But when you're at peace with yourself and centered in your faith, that's when I believe you'll really be prepared to be happy no matter what storms or battles life might bring you. Check out my conversation with Max Lucado back in episode 49 if you want to know more about that. Or you can email me, lee at drleewarren.com if you have more questions. Listen, you get to decide to be happy, my friend. It's good for you. And since you know now the reality that nothing outside of you has the power to make you happy, what are you waiting for? Do a little self-brain surgery, biopsy your thoughts, make a decision to be more positive, stay in the present, don't wait for others to make you happy, and never talk negatively to others or to yourself if you want those brain batteries charging positively. And my friend, do you know the most important thing about deciding to have a better life, a happier life? You start today. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day. Joyful, we adore you, God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before you, opening to the sun again. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away. Giver of eternal gladness, fill us with the light of grace.
blessing ever blessed fountain of the joy of living ocean depths of happy rest